listen to this track, bitch. Yeah, the way you move it, yeah. you got me yeah. in a trance. Yeah. DJ yeah. tell me, yeah, yeah. ladies, this your jam. Yeah. I'm a super scout, yeah. you don't want to What's Gucci Mane? It's your boy, Beam Marino. Beam here. Of course, with my co-host, Tof Dog. Tof, how you doing, man? What's up? What's good, son? You know, I'm just sweating my balls off in 109 degree heat out here in the desert. It is hotter than a firecracker, but we're going on vacation here this week. So uh, looking forward to that. Everything's good with me. How's all in the bay? Nice, man. Finally getting out of the desert, giving those nuts a rest, huh? Dude, I don't know if they could take it anymore. Like just picking them off the floor every day after this kind of sweat. It's I'm the baby powder market's rough out here in in Vegas. I'll tell you that. Well, I'm glad you're getting out of town for a little bit, enjoying yourself. Um, we start every episode asking about your nuts, so I think that's kind of funny. We'll keep that going for a little bit for the group. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. But, uh, I don't know if the TB testers will love that, but uh, I mean, that's what they're getting the last couple of weeks for sure. <laughs> That's all right, man. That's you know, that's who we are. It's what we do. Um, all's all's good out here in the Bay Area. We got typical Bay Area weather for a change. It's been hot as shit, but uh, it's back to normal at least for this week. So no complaints here, man. Just chilling, enjoying uh, the overcast skies, not sweating. Whew! I wish it was overcast up in here, man. So there's yeah, no, man. I will say though, at least there's no humidity out here, like dry heat only so that's one blessing but anyways what you got on deck for us tonight beamer yeah man so i thought uh well actually first off you got some podcast potion out there what are you sipping on tonight sipping on a coors latte got the tall boys two for four seven eleven shouts to you thanks for the corner store wow. hookup what you sipping on you got the Seven Eleven plug what's good with a little uh taquito dog on the little rollers sitting out there for seven hours hey, I'll tell before you, you. I'll tell you one thing, man. Seven Eleven out in Las Vegas is like Starbucks in Seattle or in any other major city in America. Seven Eleven everywhere in Vegas. Nice. Nice. Two for four for tall cans. That ain't that ain't too shabby. I'd fuck with that too, so Yeah, you gotta do it. Um <clears throat> I'm actually sipping on a a beer from Honolulu, one of the homies. Uh, Tornado Trev sent me a, a brewski from Honolulu Brew Works. Well, let's get a, it's a let's get a live rating like we did last week. I, didn't you give us okay. some Crosby? What was it? Crosby Stills and Hash and Hash. Yeah, <laughs> it was a uh, get lit. Hoppy a hoppy beer. Yeah. Okay. Let me give you a live rating. I just cracked it. I did take a little pre sip, but not like the full taster yeah. yet. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's called a Ki- Kiwalos Cream Ale. And if I'm uh, this is a live not review here, live review here. So we'll get the little swish around. It's got a, a beautiful little can. Are I like gonna, the label. Are you gonna spit it out? Isn't that what you're supposed to do in your wine tasting? I've never done that because I'm not classy enough for that kind of shit. But mm. so it's a uh, it's got a little like almost like a porter porter taste to it little porter i don't know if that's a little michael porter yeah, a little porter terry michael porter. porter 
Yeah, it's a, it's got a little creaminess to it. I understand the name for the cream ale. I'm gonna go cream freeze seven, seven seven. It's a good beer. I could Fuck. drink it alcohol by volume five point So, a couple of these will do you some good. Nice. That's some good podcast potion. But uh, yeah, man, you're drinking some good shit. I think we might have to make this an every recording thing. I think this might be tradition, just like talking about my nutsack. <laughs> yeah. Well, what would you What would you rate your your two for four Coors Latte out there. <laughs> I mean, I'd rate the deal a fucking solid 8.8 Tony Gonzalez, 88 up in that bitch because that's pretty raw, just like Tony G was over the middle. But um, Coors Lattes, I mean, tastes like fucking water. So Yeah, refreshing. If the mountains are blue, I'm down with it. So any, um, any, all right. anyways, Beamer, <laughs> I, I thought getting into tonight, last week we kind of opened up and we read some reviews I picked out one that stood out to me. Thanks to all the listeners that gave us some reviews. They had us laughing our balls off when we weren't sweating them off. That's for sure. So did you pick one out, Beamer, that you'd like to read tonight? I do. I did. I do, I did. One or the other. I picked out a review for the kids, for the children to listen in. Um, Well, how about you go first? Because even though I'm kicking your ass in the Golf is Life 69 Challenge, I'm going to give you the honors, my friend. Wow, that's very true gentleman of you. Um, <clears throat> all right, so here's a review from user smittenkitten07. The 07 is probably the year this person graduated high school. We could all assume. Solid guess. I had the AIM screen name. That's why you got a Anyways. 4.0 in college. Yep, I did. So the title of the review is Longtime Listener, First Time ellipses because it's too long <laughs> note note to person short up that title it's probably first time caller first, um, yeah. okay five star review here it goes it says as i sit here in my mother's basement living the dream i found this podcast by these two fine young gentlemen there are a few things in life that are truly make me giddy other than my calico named butterscotch bittens and the tb test definitely gives her a run for her money I've never had something feel so real that aligned with my values and views of life. It has me wanting to step out of my comfort zone and do something crazy. I'm thinking peanut butter and jelly instead of a Lunchable today. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) These two guys shoot from the hip like an old Western movie. They speak the truth. They call it how it is. And they make me feel alive. Trust me when I say this, podcast will rock your socks. Holy shit. Smitten that was just kid. a very thorough, <laughs> analyzed review from Smitten Kitten 07. <laughs> yes. You're probably aged 31 if you graduated high school in 07. Well, thanks, Smitten Kitten and Butterscotch Mittens for listening. And Beam, I had just given you a, a shout for your 4.0. It's uh, pronounced Calico Cat, not a Calico. but Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not a big cat guy. I got a dog. <laughs> You're not a big cat so. guy, but you are a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Just, oh, okay. I, you set me up, but uh, but. <laughs> All right. Well, I got right, you. Got one for us. You pick one out. I did. I this one stood out to me. It's by Princess P, eight two two. So I think this is from a female listener. Ooh. It's titled a hoggette, Maybe. Maybe we have a hoggette. Five star review. It's titled. More fire than flaming hot Cheetos. And it goes. It's a long one. Man, where do I even begin? I'm typically a man with few words. Not by choice, just born that way. 
so I guess Princess P may be going through an identity crisis, but we don't judge out here. Um, yeah, but, no, no judgment zone. Oh, oh boy, do I have a lot of good things to say about this podcast. Currently, I had to pull over on the side of the road to write this and take a break from my daily hustle as an average Joe just trying to survive. Tofen Beam, I just want to applaud you because this is one of the most entertaining podcasts I have ever come across. Straight, comical, and informative. Tof's predictions seem to always be spot on. If he shoots archery, if he shot archery, he'd always hit the bullseye. And I don't think there's anyone out there that has Beam's, Beam's sports IQ. It's unmatched. Might as well oh, call him Howie you. Schwab because you never stump the Beam. If this Ooh. podcast was a TV show, it would be Breaking Bad. If it was a rapper, it would be Biggie Smalls. If it was a woman, Damn. it would be Anna Cherry. If it was a video Ooh. game, it would be Call of Duty Warzone. What I'm trying to say is this podcast is straight fire, heat, flame. So hot and good that Flamin' Hot Cheetos has nothing on them. Keep up the good work, lad. Princess out deuces. Whew. Wow. Holy that was shit. Some high, that was some fucking high praise. We got compared to some greatness out there. Holy and shit, I'm gonna. Man. I don't. I don't know if you got a 4.0 or not, but no way. I don't know. No way. I don't know if this is correct or not, but I don't know if it's Anna Cherry or Anna Sherry. Either way, it's Anna. Show. It's Anna Schmokcho. Yeah, <laughs> we don't care. We, we don't care what it is, but wow, Princess P. Princess P. Man thank, or woman. Thank you for the review. I think. I mean, all of our reviews that we've been able to read have been fantastic princess p that might have been the funniest one yet so keep those coming in they do wonders for us trying to get the show out there grow the show we appreciate the love and the ones that make us laugh we'll keep reading them on air yeah keep rating reviewing mostly reviewing mostly rating both we'll take them both subscribe (laughs) tell your friends tell your friends so anyways getting into tonight's material literally Right before we just got on the mics to hop on, Twitter, Bleacher Report, breaking news outlets, baseball has finally come back. I think Rob Manfred maybe heard, toasted, and roasted last week because we're going to have some baseball. Holy shit. He he heard, toasted, and roasted. (laughs) He's a little, he he added you on Twitter, but. um, He actually, it, some good came from it, Toph. What happened with this breaking news? Can you explain to the people? Well, I, I didn't get too much of a, like, literally right before we hopped on is what I, I got a chance to see that we're going to have a 60-game season, and it's going to begin on July the 23rd or 24th, I think, for some teams, somewhere in that span. Um, like I said, this news is hot off the presses. Might be hotter than those flaming Hot Cheetos that Princess P was talking about, but um we're going to have a 60-game schedule, and players are going to report for a modified spring training um, July 1st. So that's next week, man. <laughs> I think Rob Manfred heard the TB test, man. That's all I got to say. He must have. <laughs> he knows we're coming for that ass. He does. And I don't know what's more um, surprising, that they finally got a deal done, or that July 1st is fucking next week. Holy shit, we've been in quarantine forever. Yeah. It's, but it, either way. It's absolutely insane. Anyways, um with that being said, I have no idea how the structure of the season is going to be. I mean, obviously, major change. We Baseball, 162-game season every year, um, and they're cutting that down by over 100 games. So, you know, they always say baseball is a marathon and not a sprint, but 
this season is going to be complete opposite because you better come out the box hot as fuck because a uh, three, four-game losing streak, you're going to be playing catch-up the, the whole way. So we have no fucking clue yeah. what's going to happen this it, season. It's going to be dope to see, honestly, because <clears throat> me being not a big baseball guy, part of the reason is the long season. I just get burnt out of it. I'm like, six months season? Like, come on, that's too long. Yeah, shoot me now. America's pastime. I'm a scrub. But I'm very curious to see how this plays out. I'm excited. I could get behind some 60-game season shit right now. And uh, I don't know if that's just because Your coronavirus sport. has depleted all of the rest depleted of my health. Depleted all or... sports, for sure. I mean, what do you think about the, the, the travel restrictions? I mean, do you think that teams are going to be flying cross-country? I don't, I don't think that there's any chance that teams can be playing traditional schedules you know yeah i mean did did they say i think initially it was proposed like an october end date still right yeah november so well so with 60 games um i don't know how many built-in off days there's going to be i don't think there's going to be too many so it's going to be a grind but um play 30 games in august and 30 games in september they're starting a few days earlier in the july period i don't know if that's going to help with potential rainouts and stuff like that but I'm gonna. Baseball's gonna want to be done by the time football's really, really getting in the in the grinder. If the football season's gonna happen, and we all better fucking hope that happens. Otherwise, oh. whew, that will be. Yeah. D- don't scare me, tough. But shit, man, I don't know if they're gonna like. As I don't. This might be a dumb statement, but if the World Series is gonna look different with travel restrictions, or teams gonna play a different schedule, untraditional, we literally. I have no fucking clue. Yeah, I mean, I'm curious to see how it's going to play out, what what the logistics of it, logistics, I can't even talk, UPS? what the logistics of it, yeah, what the UPS is going to look like, <laughs> FedEx, if they're going to FedEx those players across the country or what, overnight Amazon Prime it, um, what that's really going to look like, sorry, that was a lot. That was good. But, uh, yeah, because you can't, you can't be going cross country on a four-game series and then back across the country... And expect these guys to be yeah, not going out. They're going to be and, traveling uh, together in clusters. And, um, yep. you know, if a whole team contracts the virus, that's obviously a lot different than an individual sport and whatnot. So it's that's going to be interesting to see the scheduling and travel of everything. But it's exciting that we're going to have some team sports coming back. Just like, man, they're making it happen. You know what is funny, though, too, is it they've been bitching around when they're going to start. And they're still going to start before the NBA does. I know. I was just thinking about that. I saw this stat, too, the other day. I thought it was interesting. Um, They said in September, potentially all four major sports will be be active all at the same time. And then you'll have, you know, baseball gearing up for playoffs, hockey, and the NBA – in the playoffs, football getting going. Yeah, it's going to be freaking awesome when that all does happen. Um, looking forward to it for sure. Holy smokes. Um, Got to give a shout-out because Town Business, you next to my my favorite squad, the Oaktown yep. A's, baby. Um, hoping for big things. Hope we can get out of the gates hot because, I mean, if they win a World Series, I'm not going to treat it like a fake championship, even though it is 60 games. Not the biggest fan of it, but now that it's going to be here and they're going to be on the diamond as a fucking baseball nut, 
here we go, baby. Ready to get down. Nose to the I grindstone. I think it's, it's very uh, in the favor of the A's. A shorter season. I feel like they're very streaky every year. Yeah, so but that could work against the, hot. That can work against a team like that because if you come out and you're streaking the wrong way, then, I mean, that's a tough division. But one thing I got to say is I'm the most fucking juiced to – Boo the shit out of the Houston Astros. Might not be in the stands because no one's going to be, but best believe I'll be on my couch booing the shit out of those cheaters. Yeah, we'll throw it up on IGTV. Tough getting real down and dirty in his chonies in, the, <laughs> in his living room, booing oh, yeah. Altuve. All day. Altuve, Springer, Bregman, like, sorry, you guys are fucking cheats. So I hope they suck. I hope they go 0-60. Yeah, not likely, but that'd be sick. <laughs> I'd be down for it. But anyways, we'll be talking – baseball a lot more next week because beam i think this is a perfect time to let the listeners know um we've kind of teased it a few weeks we've been working behind the scenes trying to lock down a guest to be our first interview first guest ever on the tb test and we will have our first guest next week um hint to all you listeners is former major leaguer so we're going to have the perfect person on to talk about kind of all the f- fiasco that baseball's been going through the last couple months during this lockdown and, and kind of their career path and everything like that. So we're really excited to get that person on. We hope you're with us next week to lead up to the 4th of July episode, baby. Yep. Perfect time for uh, 4th of July, America's pastime. Baseball, getting down, get our former major leaguer guest on. For sure. Get down with the get down. Super excited about yeah. that. And uh, I think it's going to be a good time. I think all our listeners are going to be really pleased and hopefully be uh, getting their LOLs out next week. So tee that up. That's that's what you get for now. And uh, be with us next week. Keep sending those reviews in. Stay tuned. You got to you gotta listen next week. Don't drop off and try to bounce out on us. If you, wanna, if you want the goods, you got to come back for it. Yes, sir. But, uh, um. All right, well, let's – nice breaking news. I like how that fit in right before we jumped on. So had some fresh yeah, material to, <laughs> we to were, drop to the kinda testers. Like, kind of like, uh, do you remember? Are we going to do that for f- the whole episode today? No, that was that was great shit to start. So super excited. Yeah, let's uh, let's jump into a new one. We, we reached out to yeah, our Instagram followers. If you uh, don't follow us on Instagram, it's at the TB test very basic we were lucky to get the handle because no one is giving out skin tests right now <laughs> but uh can't we got be, the handle so we're good can't be social distancing if you're getting skin test yeah for sure so anyways we asked our we asked our instagram followers um for questions for you and i <clears throat> excuse me we had some good submissions to, i picked out my favorite did you you pick out one beam i did i also picked out my favorite and uh, why don't why don't we give you the honors? Go ahead and ask me your favorite, and then I'll ask you mine. So okay, we okay. get some some authentic answers. If for sure cool with that. So I thought I thought this one was pretty good. Um, it would be better for a Thursday throwback Thursday because it definitely brought me back. But when you were in elementary school, shout out Modesto City Schools. Were you a Modesto City School guy? Yeah. Uh, no, I wasn't. Sylvan a Union School City District. So, I was an Empire Unified School District. Oh, fucking Empire. I was on the east side. The Empire. Well, anyways, fucking fuck me, right? Modesto City Schools, whatever. Um, yeah. Best 
elementary school lunch back in the day was there like a specific day when you went to school that they were just serving up some fucking fire from mordor in the cafeteria that you just were stoked that you didn't get that brown bag from mama beam yeah from the depths of mordor um i'll throw i'll throw this out i have one for elementary school and then i have a i went to modesto city schools for high school so i'll represent a uh, a hog public school lunch before the, we we went to school before they got all healthy so this should be pretty good exactly that's exactly where my head was at um my elementary school though every friday they used to do pizza okay and it's like three weeks out of the month it was like the cafeteria pizza that they made on some old sourdough bread with the whatever cheese and cutting they it. threw some onions and shit in there and you're like what is this shit and they were cutting the like is- squares Cut them in squares, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Three weeks out of the out of the month, you're like, uh, I'll eat it because pizza's like sex, even <laughs> when it's bad, it's still pretty good. Yeah, so, it's, it's still fuck all the listeners that want pineapple on pizza. That's fucking communism. Come on, bro. Don't take shots at uh, me while I'm giving my answer. <laughs> I'm still bitter. Anyways, <clears throat> one week out of the month on Fridays, they had Rico's Pizza. Ooh. Are you familiar with Rico's Pizza? Yeah, small chain in the 209, baby. Yeah, Rico's Pizza. They would get that ordered in by the extra large size. I don't even know what you would call it. And uh, hand out straight triangular slices. We ain't fucking with the squares the one week out of the month. And that was some fire. Rico's Pizza did it for me. every fri- Like I would skip out occasionally. And brown bag it on a regular Friday pizza day, but not a Rico's But you are Friday. missing that Rico's Friday. No way. Hell no. Triangular then, slice is game changer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll comment quickly on my high school days because we were right before they, they went into the health craze. Yep. Um, in high school, I used to get down on chili cheese fries, like a massive. They'd give you a full deep fryer rectangle like straight like a fair status how was your asshole come six period dude i didn't have issues back then i was still (laughs) pooping it out by fourth period is gone that's wild but yeah they give you the nacho cheese chili cheese on the beer battered french fries for the 13 year olds 14 year olds and you were just in high school you were just smacking those on the regs huh yeah chase it down with a pepsi and then go to (laughs) Go to football practice. Yep. The the Mountain Dew Code Red was the go-to for me. But, yeah, just (laughs) isn't it crazy that back in the day you could just slug down some soda and just go fucking condition your ass off? (laughs) Yeah. Fucking nuts. Crazy I drink a soda and it puts me down for a day. But, um. Well, that's that's good. I I I love that answer just because. When you started out with the the square pizza, I was like, man, those kind of eh. But I like the way you transitioned because it was like a treat when you got something like that. Yeah, the square pizza was like, eh, whatever. Yeah, you know, I'm down, but yeah, you still, nice. you okay. still fucked with it. And if they gave you seconds, <clears throat> you take it. Exactly. You get? The, are you a chocolate milk or regular milk guy? Chocolate every time. Oh, I was a regular milk kid. Mm. Probably play PS4 too. Nah, I didn't even have. I didn't have PlayStation. <laughs> I play video games either. So I was mowing the lawn out front and playing hopscotch with my sister. So Anyways, which one of our listener or i got responders did you pick yeah i got one for you we'll, we'll keep moving here so <clears throat> i'm not the toasted and roasted of the group <laughs> so 
I like two. I have. I picked one out for you. Um, thought this was a pretty good submission. It says, "Tof." Well, I'm just gonna direct at you. It doesn't say Tof. <laughs> it does. Okay, let's see. What is the greatest man movie of all time? And I guess it's loose with the uh, descriptor of man. Yeah. So I'll leave that up to interpretation for you. What do you got for me? What is the greatest man movie of all time? Well, I think when I think of that question, I got to think of like some of the old gangster movies. And one comes to mind like right away. Fucking think of action. Think of violence. I mean, got to have a badass that's murking people. And who was more badass than fucking Tony Montana? Scarface. I think Scarface has to be like the number one man movie of all time. I mean, shit, dude. Think of all the dudes back in the day. You used to watch MTV Cribs, yeah? Yeah. How many like rappers' houses and musicians and athletes they go into and they'd have fucking shrines of Tony Montana. And, you know, you just think of him, just the mountain of fucking cocaine, the way he goes out in that movie, just just a boss of all bosses like i mean in fictional character nate diaz mount rushmore status definitely tony montana is up there on it yeah all the rappers would have the uh, the movie <laughs> poster framed yeah in their hallway every single one of them every single one of them say hello to my little friend some of them would have portraits done up by artists it was every i feel like that was the common thing every time um that's a great question, though, because, like, that could go a whole nother way. I mean, I think of fucking S- Sylvester Stallone and, like, Rambo and shit and, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger mm. and The Terminator, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger and True Lies, like, just being a badass, saving his whole family and, like, the whole country from nuclear warheads and shit. Like, there's some good yeah. movies out there. I think that can go a lot of ways. But for me, I think of... Scarface, man. Yeah, that's a fucking manly movie. There's no debating that for sure. Pacino's the man for sure for that one. Yeah, I mean... Pacino's got some good ones too, just overall. Shit, even Pacino in... I mean, it got hated on a little bit. It was so long, but the Irishman, like, he's old as shit, but... I mean, I still watched it, still enjoyed his performance and whatnot, so... Yeah, classic gangster, very manly. Oh, yeah. I'm liking it. The Any Given Sunday speech, too. Like, Al Pacino's got some good shit out there. Oh, yeah. I've heard that on some some motivational YouTube videos when I was in a deep place. Going down the motivational YouTube hole. I know you've been there. Game of inches. It's a game of inches. Yep. Life's a game of inches. Yep. So, anyways. All right. um, That was a good good response that we had so we had some good questions that we didn't get to uh, maybe we'll save that for another time we're definitely going to probably roll that segment out in the future um we'd like to get our feedback of our listeners see where your head's at that was some pretty good fucking questions that we had um and like i said we just pulled out one each so with that being said beamer i wanted to kind of transition us into something else um that we probably didn't expect that we would talk about on this podcast ever oh no no, we we fucking joked about it a couple weeks ago as a, 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 a footy segment. I'm going to call it footy because that's what the cool kids call it. We don't call it soccer. We call it footy. But Barcelona United, we're talking soccer out here on the TV test, baby. Ooh. So, I don't know much, but I'm down for it. So with such a long drought of no sports, soccer has been the only team sport back for a little bit. And with the English Premier League coming back last week, 
um, and starting to see some guys on Sports Center that I've heard of and whatnot, I was like, okay, let's see what the soccer thing's all about. So I've learned some new terms. So in soccer, when you're looking at the standings, it's called the table. Mm-hmm. And when you look at the table, the teams at the top are very important, obviously, because they're the ones that are competing for the rings and the championships. But the teams at the yep. bottom are the ones that I wanted to focus on for this segment. Because in soccer, have you ever heard of the term relegation? Are you familiar with that term? You're talking Warren Jean regulators? <laughs> no, I ain't talking Mona. I'm talking relegation oh. in soccer. So it's this concept that no. I came across this last week um, with the Premier League coming back. And so I thought it would be interesting to kind of relate it to our sports, our you know, the major four leagues out here in the United States. So relegation and some of these leagues like the English Premier League and La Liga in Spain and the Italian League and the Bundesliga in German, Germany, they all have about okay. 18 to 20 teams in their table that make up their – their their league their top league of each of the countries and in the yeah so you obviously want to be at the top but at the bottom the bottom three teams each year are relegated to a league below so technically it would be the equivalent of hmm. you know like the oakland a's and sacramento river cats are the minor league triple a team flipping flipping spots in the river cats being a major league team so oh okay as the season ends for these soccer leagues and the matches are becoming less and less like the teams that are at the bottom that in, you know, the NFL or NBA might be tanking for draft picks or, you know, better positioning for the future. And, and in these footy leagues, the teams are actually fighting just to stay up in the top league because that's where they're going to reap the most financial benefits and get the most recognition and whatnot. So what do you think of that concept and like how it would translate to like some of the major leagues out here in the U S well, first off, I want to comment on the, your footy league. Is that, is that what you're saying? Footy? <laughs> Footsie? You know, football? Footy? Like, okay. football? Footy? It's I, what, <laughs> I thought you were talking about, like, kicking the shin of Sally Jenkins and oh, Mrs. Like, Smith's third grade class playing some footsie over there. Is that what you were doing in the Empire School District? Maybe. <laughs> Shout out Sally Jenkins so if you're anyway. out there. Hit me up. At me, MB Marina on Instagram. Just kidding. <laughs> What, how do you think that would translate to like a league like the NFL? Uh, I think that'd be pretty dope because I, my head immediately goes to we could extend the fantasy football season to week 17 because you're going to have the scrub teams actually playing for something. <laughs> I like that. Right? You're, that's where your head's you're gonna at. You're going to have. Okay. okay I, that's <laughs> where my head's at. I don't care about anything else. But. <laughs> that's, that's a good thing. Okay, Beamer, I like that. I see, where you, I see you. They have a fourteen team, a fourteen game regular season instead of thirteen. Either way, but uh, yeah, I think that'd be cool. Just like you said, we don't want to see tanks. Um, the fan base might want to see it, knowing that their franchise may get a high draft pick. But I was thinking about this in relation to NFL because I, that's what I know best. If you did have, say, like the Bengals dropped out, yeah, the NFL doesn't really have like a farm system, right? There's yeah. obviously there's no infrastructure. Other professional, yeah. There's other professional leagues that have failed, um, but if you had like a college team come in, theoretically, yeah, Alabama jump in, the Bengals jump out. I the mean, cool thing I was thinking about is it's gonna affect every aspect because you'd have this new team coming in 
would they get the top draft pick being the new team that yeah. just won a championship theoretically and then get a top draft pick like that's a great point potentially uh competitive right away so i mean that's a great point yeah. but i think i think in that situation honestly that there would i think with the relegation system the draft would be abolished to some extent and then these players that would be coming out of college would essentially be free agents and be free to sign with whatever teams that they would please and and mm-hmm. you know i'm a i'm a new jack all the way i'm a super noob when it comes to the 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 footy the soccer um the leagues i talked about over in europe but um i don't think there's a a draft like that they have i think it's just you know the highest bidder gets to you know basically go shopping for free agents so those teams that are you know constantly always in the upper, upper league and not dropping leagues are able to reap the financial benefits and sign the best players so i think that's why you always see the the fucking barcelona's and madrid's scraping you know yeah yeah i think it would it would turn into like a upper lower class system if that Definitely. was the case you know you would, then you would have you like would be, you'd have to have a money ball team coming out of nowhere yeah you'd be looking at you know i would think that you'd have to abolish salary caps yeah so yeah um I but i know I, those footballers make some racks over there and for Europe sure too for sure and even i know that like when when like a team in one league is not doing so well in the standings they'll loan a player like not trade they'll just like loan a player to another team in like a different league or whatnot and so it would be a whole new system in in the u.s but i thought that would be interesting just thought you know like kind of like what if the g league got so established that you know their players could be good enough to compete at an nba level to some extent you know the nfl doesn't have the infrastructure obviously like you know at least baseball has a minor league system but yeah, the concept of relegation definitely interesting. Yeah, when you when you say that too, I think about like the farm system or you know MLB yeah. or NBA. Um, that wouldn't really be a thing anymore, right? Because you couldn't. Yeah. Each league would have to be independent, right? It couldn't be like, oh, these are our players in our farm system, and then they win the championship, and now we're competing against them. So like, I, that doesn't make sense. I will say that I heard on one of these games that I had on that. Like uh, Bayern Munich, who just won the Bundesliga, I think I gave a shout out to them at the honorable mention hog last week. They have like a reserve team that plays in like one of the lower leagues. So if they have a player that's kicking ass down there, they're able to call them up to the the main squad. So I I I don't think every team's like that, but teams like that have that deep pockets. The capital, you know? yeah, yeah, for sure. But definitely good conversation. I I mean, it would be interesting. Uh, I don't think it would ever happen, obviously, but it was worth kind of exploring. I thought, you know, learning new shit during quarantine, huh? Yeah, I never knew Warren G was rapping about soccer so much, but uh, no, that's a cool concept. I wish they would adopt it in one of the sports in America, but yeah, I know they cool. never will because yeah. there's too much, too much money in the in the pro sure. four, which in soccer there is too. So for sure, they made it work definitely time time to innovate it's coronavirus you gotta innovate you gotta pivot definitely let's see it dope man um thanks for bringing that up and for for schooling the kids the cool kids who know don't know much Um, (laughs) i mean i like it would be like in the nfl just one last thing on it just to kind of wrap it up 
you know, and keep and it coming. Like week sixteen, you mentioned the fantasy football season, but say you have like a week sixteen game where, like last year, you know, the Redskins and Giants they're going to be playing each other because usually the last weeks of the season a lot of the division games happen and you mm-hmm. have a like they really sucked last year and they like you have a two win team playing a three win team and they're basically battling it out for the second and third pick because i believe that actually happened last year and instead of like really both wanting to lose they would both be battling would you put that shit in prime time because you'd have these two prestigious franchises like trying to hang on you know what i <laughs> right? mean like, it would kind of change i think the intrigue to some of the games and whatnot and would just kind of put a new perspective on things but anyways that's all i got on that topic so let's move on no that was some dope insight um yeah definitely would make those late late season games, games. more they, interesting yeah they would so. mean a lot i'm all for it goodell manfred other commissioners because i don't watch your sports fuck rob man do that do do the damn thing adam silver i know you you progressive motherfucker (laughs) he's he's like flow man he's so progressive (laughs) he's like a little alien slime ball but anyways (laughs) he's a cool cat he gets it done he's a cool Uh, cat and kitten like smitten kitten he's a smitten kitten for shizzle Let's keep it grow, keep it rolling, keep it rolling. I can't even talk this. Chill out, this cream ale's getting to me over here. That's seven point seven. Yeah. Um, so major sports relegation would be dope, but of course the major sports are going to have to play first, which is a bigger question because since our last episode, coronavirus has been hashtag peaking. It's on the rise. And in all the major sports the curve Just, is not flat <laughs> yeah the curve was theoretically flattened but it's curvy uh, like pamela anderson world say that again it's curvy like pamela anderson just you know supple yeah it's it's a supple curve for sure um we had we had some new positive cases i guess we should chat about <clears throat> sounds so weird to say like oh let's chat about this hippa <laughs> yeah hippa shit but Kind of important, kind of relevant. So, in tennis, we had uh, Novak Djokovic tested positive after joker. hosting after hosting a tournament that was ill advised. Yeah, he was a joker, um, like his nickname. Yeah, Joker. There's Novak for the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> that nice. was a dad joke. Uh, um. We'll get back to him. We have a few others. So in the NCAA football world, we had Clemson, Texas, and LSU all have positive tests for coronavirus in their locker rooms or in their team staff. Um, and the MLB, which I saw in that breaking news that there was pending like health trial signatures yeah. or something in regards to coronavirus. We had the Phillies and the Blue Jays have some positive cases. In Florida, and then, shocker, right? Yeah, in Florida. <laughs> Florida don't give where, a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. You could they're raging in Florida right now. And I live in Miami just popping off. But uh All the memes anyways, are true. All the memes are true. <laughs> they are, dude. I mean I've never been, but uh if you're from Florida, we'd like to hear from you, we'd like to get you on the pod. Give us a little insight into what your state's really about, who you are, and what you do. So hit us up. We want to know, for sure. And then also PJ had uh, two guys test positive, too. One guy last week that withdrew, 
Nick Watney Fresno and guy. guy. Fresno guy. Fresno State alum, a son of a gun. I know. Hold, holding us down for the Bulldogs, dirty dog. Go get your vaccinations. <laughs> Come on, Bulldogs. So crucial, man. And uh, Cameron, Cha- Cameron Champ, long ball hitter. He's not he such a champ. He just withdrew. Not such a champ. Yeah. Um, he just withdrew for this week's tourney, the Travels Championship. But, yeah, what do you think, man? This shit's real. It's yeah. still here. It's still going on. Definitely. It's in sports. It's what in do you sports. Um, you know, I think it, it looks – there's two different ways to look at it. One, from the individual athlete perspective, like Nick Watney and Cameron Champ with the golf game. Um, it's – let's just say, like, the PGA wouldn't have been allowed to return if they didn't have a long – detailed plan in the event that one of their golfers contracted the virus this is how they would handle it and i thought that last week at the tournament when it broke on friday they handled they handled everything professionally they got you know watney the proper care he needs keeping him quarantined on thing so that looks a lot different than these team sports um and even the team sports you mentioned baseball mentioning major league baseball professional league versus these amateur athletes these college athletes and I don't know. I think that when these big clusters potentially are contracting the virus at the same time, like that's when we're going to run into, you know, do they have to self quarantine for 14 yeah, days I, and forfeit their games or what? Shit. If that was the case, if I was fucking Dabo Sweeney or coach O, I would tell all my players to contract that shit now and get the antibodies so that they can fucking win all their games. Even if they got to <laughs> win by forfeit, dude, just win baby. Oh gosh. Tough. That's my thoughts. Just win, baby. I'm a Browns fan. We don't win shit. If that's what Baker's got to do, do it. Yeah. Go out in public, man. <laughs> Go get coughed on. Do do something for your team. Do just, something for your squad. Just squad your back. Get it, get it so you can get over it by the time the season starts. So when the other suckers aren't immune to it, fucking you went out. Darwinism. Survival of the fittest, bruh. There we go. We got Let's go. history and philosophy lessons. <laughs> I don't know what that really classifies as, but I don't fucking know, man. But I just, I don't want, I don't want like the season to start and there to be one of these massive outbreaks by, I don't even think it matters if it's a major team or just like even like a non-power five college football team. Like if a whole team gets it, that's a lot different than just like one individual golfer. But yeah. I'm glad you brought up Nick Watney because, beam, this last week, the Golf is Life 69 Challenge. I teased yeah, it a little man. bit. What do you got to say for yourself? I suck at golf in real life and, and <laughs> projected golfing positions, standings from professionals. I don't know. I'm not speaking gibberish at this point, but <laughs> I suck at golf. So I just got to say, I mean, I know we weren't going to get into a lot of detail about, like, the whole golf from everything but so another great week of the tournament uh webb simpson took that shit down on sunday great winner but you picked jason kokrak and i was shocked because i'm like damn there's <laughs> not that many fucking tournaments the rest of the year and like you're picking a non-elite world-class golfer like i guess tony Finau's not like world-class but he was on the team usa fucking president's cup team he's pretty good jason kokrak ain't ever gonna sniff the caddy's nutsack on a president's cuff team yeah you don't say that you don't say that about jason he's a good guy <laughs> i he's mean he's got a, he's got a family that was a sucker um, pick yeah i you know 
I really took the uh, one and done to heart, and I was like, I'm not picking anyone in the top ten world golf rankings because I'm going to save him. I mean, and I went on a limb because he had a good week last week, and he didn't perform. It would have been good to make the cup because you got no FedEx Cup points because your golfer didn't make the cup. How many did I get? Yeah, Finau, uh, he had a good, he had a pretty good week. Finished tied thirty third, collected twenty FedEx points, um, which puts you at one hundred and fifty four for the year. Let's and go. myself at a measly twenty two. But the funny thing about that is. Uh, first place in a tournament gets you 500 FedEx. Oh points, yeah, all so. you got to do is get a winner, and you're fucking scraping. So, but you're chilling. Definitely, definitely gonna want to pick some guys with some win equity. Um, so this week we got the Travelers Championship in Connecticut, one of the shortest courses, 6,800 yards. Again, all the elites gonna be playing. I don't think we have to get as in detailed as we did last week, but one and done pick. For the record. I'm going to go with Dustin Johnson. Um, He played like ass at the Colonial. Played pretty well last week. I think he got in the top 15, top 20 for sure. I know he played with Brooks on Sunday. That's like, that's got to be the most swaggiest pair that could possibly be on a tour pairing on a Sunday. Like Brooks and DJ playing together. Um, But yeah, I think, I think DJ is going to just murder the course, fucking get his putting stroke figured out. It's a lot like that. Uh, Royal Abbey course that he won the Canadian Open at a couple years ago, short as fuck, and I think DJ's just going to kill it. Um, but hopefully another good Sunday, because these Sundays on the PGA Tour have been wild. Yeah, they've been great. Um, DJ and Brooks, definitely a swaggy twosome for for a Sunday. Um, I like the pick. I like to see DJ come back, because I feel like ever since he fell down the goddamn stairs <laughs> at the Masters, he hasn't been the same. In his sex swing? But Say that again from a sex swing? Is that what he did? I mean, that was the rumor on the street. I think, oh. I mean, Paulina probably was in it, but I mean, speaking of, okay, we talked about Anna Cherie earlier. Paulina fucking smoke show. Yeah, that's a that's another smoker for sure. Put her in the Traeger. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's your one of them pick? All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm picking, I'm picking <laughs> the Mexican Allen Iverson Abraham answer. <laughs> He's coming in. He's coming hot off the griddle. <laughs> the he held it down. Allen he, he held it down for uh, <clears throat> the international team in the Presidents Cup. He's yeah. been playing well. He's he, taking it this week, I'm, he, and I'm gonna scrape you in the goddamn FedEx Cup points. I mean, I'm that's pissed a, about it. That's a great pick. He didn't lose the tournament on Sunday. He fucking shot six under, bogey free. Webb just went out and won that shit. Like, so, I mean, he's got to be pretty pissed because if you shoot six under and you, he was one of the last tee times out. So, if not the last one, I think he was the last tee time. So yeah, I think he was penultimate. That, I mean, I wouldn't be sh- Beamer. I would not be shocked if that got you 500 FedEx Cup points, but. Hopefully DJ kicks your ass because I'm trying to get after it. But as we transition to our last segment, the segment we end every episode with hog or poodle. Hogger and poodley. Who was your hog of the week, Beamer? I know that we said that the FedEx Cup winner would go first, but... I'm going to try to make it a theme of me kicking your ass every week, so I hope I would have the option 
to go first, but I'm going to be a gentleman and give you honors. Who is your hog of the week, Beamer? I'm going to take that at disrespect, like a loser takeout kind of situation, you <laughs> motherfucker. So I'll give you hog of the week. Um, <clears throat> my hog of the week is actually a group of people, and I don't know if you follow this story. Let's get it. And I'm not trying to get I'm not trying to get political on the people, but my hog of the week is the teeny TikTokers that uh, reserved up all of Trump's tickets to his presidential campaign and rally in Tulsa, and then no showed. Did you hear about this? No, I did not. So I guess there's some uh, alt TikTok group or just people who do the black market TikToks. I don't know. We're talking yeah. nuisance here. We're talking 16, 17-year-olds. Basically not. reserved a shitload of Trump's rally tickets and then just like no show. Just didn't go <laughs> so he'd have an empty an empty uh, <laughs> stadium to, that's a pretty, to speak to. That's a pretty hog move. That's not giving a fuck right there. That's not giving a fuck. And it was especially hoggish because it was just a solid prank. Like, yeah, that's I was going to say. Prank to that's do. Like a, it's like a senior prank and, on fucking... HGA president and he uh he was like bragging about having a million plus people like trying to get tickets but it was really these teenage tiktokers that were just fucking with them so like i said i don't want really to get real political about it but i thought that was pretty funny that's some good hog shit and i saw this empty arena and thought that was hilarious and come on trump needs <laughs> to do a better job set example he's filling an indoor arena with all this shit going on like can't have sports going yeah. on you can't have that's another have rally that's another novak Djokovic tournament type outbreak waiting to happen yeah it is for sure um, so. that's my hog it's a group of teenagers i respect the shit out of the prank on tiktok that is pretty awesome to, to be on that level of prankster so i respect the shit out of that who you got for hog of the week tough so my hog of the week is you know it's actually this week I'm going to make my Hog of the Week a Lifetime Achievement Award for this individual. And Ooh. it's a Lifetime Achievement Award for, I mean, this person isn't actually even a living in human being. He's the fucking okay. dead man, the Undertaker. The fucking Undertaker, WWE, you know, if you know me, I fucking love that shit. Wrestling, that shit's for life. You know, I will stone cold stunner the shit out of you. Shout out Tyler Jenkins for the second time on this podcast. I mean, being we hung out a couple weeks ago, I will drop the people's elbow on your ass, and you know that. But the dead man, the Undertaker, one of the yep. all-time greatest WWE superstars of all time, decided to hang him up this week, and he is retiring from the WWE. Um, but... I mean, if you've ever been to a WWE event and The Undertaker makes that entrance, it is fucking awesome. It's a spectacle. It's eerie as shit. And, I mean, that guy, he played up his, his character for, you know, decades. And he has one of the greatest streaks in, in sports. And it's sports entertainment. But The Undertaker was fucking 21-0 and 0 at WrestleMania until oh wow Brock Lesnar finally beat him. It's the one of the greatest streaks in sports history even though it's like you know kind of scripted and shit but 21 and 0 to start wrestlemania the dead man aka mark calloway congrats on a great career you're a hog of a lifetime 
was he just like legitimately at retirement age? Because I feel like that fucker's been <laughs> around forever. You know, he's got to be. I think he's in his fifties, but for like many years, he's he's been. You know, I think he signed like a lifetime contract with the WWE, and he would only show up to like some of the main events every year. And he was always at WrestleMania, even this year. Um, during WrestleMania, they didn't have a fucking crowd during the event, and he he did an old fashioned. Uh, I think it was a boneyard match with one of uh, AJ Styles and I don't know if you remember were you in the WWE growing up yeah when it was WWF yeah when it was cool. WWF and the Undertaker was fucking doing casket matches and buried alive matches and shit yeah I said chokeslam all the neighborhood kids oh. come here you little fucker dude Gah! a tombstone pile driver that shit when you're like seven years old like, hey you think that's gonna fucking hurt but anyways Undertaker you gave me a lot of memories shouts to you bruh Anyways, moving on to the opposite of a hog. That's a hog move. Um, Collect that social security because I know you're about 68 years old. But (laughs) I'm down for the hog pick. We'll snake draft it. Who you got for Poodle, Tell If you pick mine, I'm going to fucking come through this microphone and whip you right in the ass. Well, shit. If I'm picking him, if you picked him, you're not the only person that's going to be coming because Big Ben Roethlisberger just, you know came out today that you know the guy for lack of a better term likes to tug his rope a lot and uh you know guy like (laughs) he had the premium subscription to Pornhub I wonder what was up in his queue but you know it came out today that Big Ben was pretty much addicted to you know beating the shit out of his meat cranking his wrench you know um (laughs) Big Ben Big Ben 7 on Pornhub um as a fucking Browns fan that has been tormented by Big Ben for 15 years when he whoops my my team's ass twice a year. Um, you know, fuck you, Ben. I know they say, like, an NFL quarterback should be able to go get some, but we know what happened in the past when that was the case. So I think uh, Pamela Henderson is your best bet, Big Ben, but um, maybe that's why your arm's still injured. I don't know, but fuck the Steelers. Go Browns. Get it right, get it right, get it tight, Ben. <laughs> We need to send him a a, a a fleshlight. So, well, I don't, but Steelers Nation probably should send him that guac guac. Yeah, send him the uh, the black and yellow Wiz Khalifa signed fleshlight with for the, the for the fame. The black and with the semen catcher. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's enough of that. That's a good poodle though, because come on, that's like not you who said, you have, right? NFL QB. You should be able to get that shit handled, you know? (laughs) For sure. (laughs) I don't know what else to say. (laughs) Um, Nice, man. That's a good poodle. I have one for you, too, and we kind of touched on it earlier. Um, My poodle is a tennis player, Novak Djokovic, and we made some jokes. This guy, we talked about him earlier. He has coronavirus, so we'll start there. What an idiot. And that's not why he's a poodle. Why he's a poodle is because he went to Croatia, held a charity event, tennis tournament. Yep. And, um, you know, ill-advised. Yeah. He allowed 4,000 fans in attendance without face mask or social distancing measures in place, which at this point, that's just like a world a world mandate at this point yep. in every country, not just USA. Then, did you hear about this? After the matches, going to nightclubs. He was clubs? hosting, yeah, he was hosting straight bottle service at nightclubs with other tennis players. 
and uh right like that's a boss move that would get you in the hog list normally but during a pandemic especially when you catch the virus that's a what poodle butt idiot. bitch move it's such a poodle butt bitch move such a poodle butt bitch move and i mean yeah th- he's not no scrub he's the number one player in the world yeah he's a stud in tennis but definitely a roger federer guy all day pure class but fuck joker but yeah what an idiot yeah. man just reckless yeah, I'm more of a Nadal type, but uh, I, I fuck with the Joker. My favorite line is, is Wayne Brady going to have to Djokovic? I think some, <laughs> some ESPN dude had a tagline on that, and that's some good shit. That's some good shit. But, I don't uh, care who the fuck you are. Him being, him being a poodle is not good shit, so no. you're a poodle butt bitch, and uh, that's my poodle of the week, Duff. Oh, that's good. I'm glad that you brought him back around. Um so, with that being said, Beamer, do you got any final thoughts for us tonight? Um, my final thoughts is coronavirus is real. Don't fret, people. Um, I ain't a progressive snowflake, but also it's real. So, <laughs> yeah, we, we, as we can see in sports, we ain't no dairy. And, uh, we ain't no Dairy Queen blizzards up on the TB test, but it don't affect our motherfucking football season. Exactly. Yeah, that's you know that's last thought here is. I'm a little concerned that no fans are going to be allowed at sports the rest of this year. I mean, I think that's almost certain. As long as they're on TV, man, I'm okay. So let's just make sure that still happens. I mean, I'm watching fucking the other football beamer. So, yeah, I'm down with it. You're playing footsie with Sally Jenkins, you son of a bitch? That's my girl. (laughs) You can have Sally Jenkins, bro. I'll take fucking her sister. All right, cool. Mason's Um, sister. (laughs) i'm excited for next week we'll have a guest with us for our fourth of july episode so come back for that one super excited Um, we're taking the tb test on the road well at least i am we're gonna be taking the tb test to nashville tennessee whoa the land of milk and honey huh the and southern bellies let's go maybe i'll find me a sally jenkins out there get yourself a southern bell for sure. Um, anyways, my final thought is, yeah, if you haven't already, you get on Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star review. Tell your mom. Tell your loved ones. I don't give a shit. Have your dog create an account and have them rate us five stars. Leave us a review. I think we're definitely going to continue to read them as long as they keep making us laugh. And we got some good ones that are coming in. Hopefully, we get some more this week. Um, yeah. Hope, you got anything else, Pam? still get... That's it, man. I just hope that uh, people keep reviewing and spreading the word, following us on the gram. Fuck yeah. And, uh, yeah, man, stoked for for our first guest next week. Looking forward to it. Yes, sir. Going to be talking some baseball at the perfect time. So with that being said, I'm Toph. He's Beam. We out. Peace.